Blog Talk Radio. You're live in the cube with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura Mae Foray. Hey, friends. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I know, y'all, it's people who hang with us, they just go, hey, you know what, we used to listen to you once a week, and then, you know, once a month, and once a, when do you guys do your show again? <laughs> you guys rock. We're back. We're pro- we promise. Every time. We're like, we will not leave. We just, mm, you know, it's good. Things listen. are so good. And are listen. Oh, go ahead. We could listen at the same time. That was hilarious. No, I'm watching your Facebook, and you're doing awesome things, and you're watching my Facebook, and I'm doing some awesome things, and I know that every time we see each other's posts, we're probably like, eesh, we got to get back together. So here we are. Every time. Every, every time. And you know what I'm saying, right? I love our fans because you guys don't follow us because we are consistent. Get out of here. You follow us because we're faithful. <laughs> ah. Consistent and faithful aren't always hand in hand, okay? I am faith-filled, but I cannot get things done when I need to get them done. But, oh, my gosh. I know. I see you on Facebook, and I'm loving every second of it. I mean, I praise God for all the cool things that are going on. And, of course, only because you're my bestie and I know better. You are like a hamster on the wheel, just get that wheel, hamster, get that wheel, which I absolutely love. I cannot wait. Well, today on the show is going to be awesome because we're going to talk about Don't Say My Name, which is a new feature film that's going to be coming out. It's going to start, it's actually in 30 minutes, Laura was telling me, it's going to start filming, and I'm going to save it as a little teaser for what we're going to talk about, but I want to first, because it's been a while, I just want to catch up for a second, and I want you to tell me what's going on. In your life, aside from film, because we're getting to that, but just, what's going on? I will. Should we pray first? Oh, I love when you remind me. You see my consistency? It's great. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, no, I was actually just waiting for you to say, because you're typically the one who's, like, right on that. Um, but, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to ask, uh, today I want to ask for a special blessing for the listeners. Uh, this, this show reaches farther and wider than either of us could ever imagine and we know that it's for your purpose and your glory and so we ask that just today that listeners would be encouraged by the story by the things that are shared that they would be challenged by the things that we are challenged by and that as we do this thing called life together that we would all learn and grow and love more together so thank you for this Mm. time thank you for those that you divinely purpose this podcast to reach and I love the surprises because it always pops up in the most surprising places and we know that that is absolutely your hand just dropping these little shows wherever you know they need to be so thank you for letting us be a part of the bigger picture and thank you for the listeners who are such an important part of that picture and helping to give us purpose to our message to give us beauty in our mess and thank you for the encouragement that they would receive. We'd ask that you just give them a special blessing today as they seek to serve you and grow closer to you. And pray in your name, amen. Amen. I love that we do this journey together. It is so great. And no matter, you know, like I said, I laugh or joke about consistency, but you can't get down on yourself. You know what I mean? If there's something that you're wanting to do and once you skip a few comes along, that's okay. That's all right. You're right in the same boat with us, which is awesome. But um, I really right. want to know. I want I want the fans to know what's been going on in your life lately. Lately, well, gosh, what's lately? Because I had another baby. Um, since who knows? Maybe we last had a show. I don't know. Um, I sort of I'm always doing that. I'm like, well, next show I'll have another one. No, just kidding. Um, so Madeline <laughs> is eight months old, and I don't know if she mm. even have we done a show since her. I don't know. Yikes! That's 
awful. Um, but she's eight months old. She's our number seven. Pregnancy number nine, but she's our baby here, number seven. She has been an awesome addition to our family, and my family never felt complete until her. So uh, now we sort of teasingly say, okay, look, we're done. Uh, and then I soon regret it and say, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, if you have more for us, eesh, I just don't know where we're going to fit them in our house, and I don't know how I'm going to fit them in my schedule. But, you know, you you ran this show until now, so you continue to run the show, Lord. And So we are still at the Navy base, and still my husband is doing well has gotten a promotion and it's I've been praying a long time that God would honor him in light of his bosses and well it's funny because he was really 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 great at what he did he was like the top guy of the bottom guys so then when he became the bottom guy of the top guys like his pay didn't even change we were like oh dude that's a bummer promotion no money he's like yeah come to find out I guess I was just a really rocking like other guy and I already had all the special qualifications and stuff that like the bottom of the pole big guys get so yeah the pay won't be any better but it's a different position anyway i'm like okay go you so so you know what we still pray we still pray about the groceries and you know but i love this journey uh we we were given a family van um i think that we had talked maybe in our previous shows about how we had all these kids and no vehicle to house our whole family and so we had prayed 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 madeline was about three months old and uh, family said, we would like to give you a vehicle. And so they gave us a 12-passenger van with nine functional seatbelts. And we thought, well, there's the Lord saying that nine is the number of our family, seven kids, mom and dad. And so we drove the death out of that thing. And over the summer and fall, we put about 7,000 miles on it, going to film sets, festivals, uh, family, all kinds of things, travel, travel, travel. And then on the way home from our Pennsylvania festival, which we knew God wanted us at, and I felt God speaking very strongly to us at we hit a deer on the way home and the insurance totaled our van. And so now we've been about a month without a family vehicle again, and we're going, we don't know what that looks like, and we don't know how God is going to answer. But even that, there is brewing another God story, and I love that he's using us to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others to live a crazy faith. Because if we had the money and, you know, and we could easily just go finance a new van, we'd do that, but we can't. And so it sort of requires this crazy Hebrews 11 kind of faith. And I think, you know, when the Bible says consistently verse after verse, by faith, you know, this one believed and it was counted as righteousness. By faith, this one believed. By faith, this one believed. I think, you know, if we want to be in that chapter of the heroes, if we want to be among God's heroes, it's going to take a road that's tough to walk and that few follow, and it's going to take a really radical faith but I love the journey, and I'm be- I'm getting to a point now where I embrace it. I had a really bad season last year when I was pregnant because after two losses, um, you know, and a lot of our listeners know too, what a miscarriage can do to your mind then when you follow mm-hmm. it with a subsequent pregnancy. And then after two losses, it just really can undo you from the inside out. Even if you feel like you had a strong faith and you have a pretty solid head on your shoulders, it just it does something to you. And so – I'm ashamed to say that, you know, in this last pregnancy, I really, I didn't trust God like I should. I mean, I, I, I thought I did, but I fell into this hole that I'd never been in, and I didn't know how to get myself out. And I'd never been in a hole like that where I didn't know how to talk myself out of it. And uh, my, my mm-hmm. husband was very patient. My family is very patient. <laughs> but when she was born, he says, we can't ever do that again. Please never put us through that again. You were awful. <laughs> So um, so in that, I, I don't say crazy faith, and I don't say, you know, Bible heroes because I've got it all together because, man, last year was hard, hard, hard. But after going through the valley and having God bring me out of it, I'm thankful that I experienced a low I'd never known because then 
He brought me out of it. Just like he brought me out of the kind of lows before, he brought me out of the really low. And now I have a brand new testimony for his goodness in, in the most dire places I've ever been. And he, he spared me from those two. So I now know what David says. You know, he lifted me out of the miry clay and set my feet on a rock. And I'm like, hey, now I know what that's like. And I hated the low, but I loved being lifted out of it. So it gave me new hope and encouragement mm. to be able to empathize with those who are in that valley and don't know how to pull themselves out. I'd never known that before. And now I do. So I'm grateful. Um, God is lo- just teaching me and growing me every single day. And some days I'm a real warrior, and golly, some days I'm a wimp. But um, we've had more warrior days lately. And speaking of the film, we're getting ready to go down. We are supposed to leave in 10 days, and I really, honest to the Lord, believe that we are supposed to be there. And I'm telling the kids, you know, we need to thank God for the van that we will drive down. And they go, Mom, what van? I said, I don't know. I don't know yet. But I really believe God wants us there. He's already given us housing. And he's already, you know, put us on this team, and I believe he wants us there, and I believe he will provide a vehicle in time for us to go. And so this morning, my 10-year-old goes, uh, Mom, um, we still don't have a van yet. And I said, I know, honey, but you packed your clothes, right? And she goes, yeah, but what are we going to drive? I said, God hasn't, he doesn't see the need to tell us yet. But I said, girl, we still have 10 whole days before we leave. She goes, we normally pack the night before. Okay. And then you know what? God has nine days. He's got nothing but time. Like, what What do I need a van nine days early for? I just, and I told my kids, we're putting our shoes on that morning. If it's not here, I'm telling you, we're putting our shoes on. We're bringing our luggage outside. And, uh, and I love to live this crazy faith because I know that God will answer. And he could say no. I mean, that could be the crazy part is he says no. And I'm like, all right, and all we'll do is take our shoes back off and bring our suitcases back in. But I love that my kids get to watch this journey and hopefully grow up knowing an authentic relationship with Jesus, not just a religion. So, phew, that's me. Mm. How are you lately? Man. You know what? No, I, I absolutely love all that. I mean, when I think of you, I always think of that Hebrew faith. I mean, that hardcore. Like some people, when it comes to faith, you know, it's like they want to put their toe in the water, like, whee, oh, let's go. Like, yeah. But some people will climb a 50-foot cliff. Have you seen these people? <laughs> the and they just, they just go right off the cliff, and they go off the side, double tur- two, double herky, whatever, into the water. That's your faith. And it is so awesome because what I love about you, and I have this uh, verse that's been on my fridge that's really awesome. It's from Psalms 41. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. Yeah. He turned to me and heard my cry. Now, big mm-hmm. things in there. One is that I love how you wait patiently. When you wait patiently, that is so key. Now, me, I'm like some like, little chihuahua, like, <laughs> what's that? What's that? Is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? But waiting patiently it's is so, it's okay. so key. It is. Hey, listen, I'm working on it, okay? But and then when he answers, <laughs> this is the second thing that I love when you say that whether it's a yes or a no, that you're okay, like, okay, you know, it's from the Lord. If it's a yes, it's from the Lord, and if it's a no, it's from the Lord. And, you know, those no's are really tough, and you, you talk about miscarriage, and if you were listening to this and you've had a miscarriage and you were low, that is normal, completely yes. normal. God lifting you up also, completely normal and natural. And if you're feeling low, there's nothing wrong with your faith. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. He hears your cry right now. And if you are low, he hears that. And he wants to lift you up. 
Another thing, Laura, is I love that now the fact that you have empathy. You can only have empathy for someone else who is low if you have been low. You can't, you can't, you know, it's really difficult when somebody's low and you haven't been there. You're like, what's wrong with you, girl? Get up. Why are you so sad? You know what I mean? Um, But if you've been in the valley, and sometimes I I think that, you know, it's not that God would have you suffer for anything else other than, you know what, your sister's suffering. I know what it feels like. And, you know, God's hands are beautiful and sometimes uses us as his hands to see, to come in and lift somebody, you know, else up. So I love what God is doing in your life. I have faith with you. I have, you know, in these years and watching God and his promises to you, he has never failed us, Laura. Man, hardcore, never failed us. Now, that doesn't mean he hasn't said no, but, man, I'm, I'm really excited to see in this next nine whole days, nine days in God's time. <laughs> right? It's like, you know, go the ark in nine days God time. Get out of here. Nine days God time. Um, so so listen, the, last, the last time, just quick, the last time that we needed a vehicle and we wanted to get to Florida for a film festival, actually, for the International Christian Film and Music Festival. It's the largest Christian film festival in the world. I have a three-month-old baby. And I'm like, man, I really want to go, but we don't have a vehicle to get there. That was when this family that we don't even know had heard about us, and they said, we want to get this family with a vehicle. And literally, it came the week before, and it gave me just enough time to get the plates, get the safety inspection. I failed the safety inspection. I found a garage real quick that could do it. God provided the money, fixed the van, and we literally got the sticker to to legalize our plates the day before we needed to leave. And so that's why I told my daughter, I go, nine days in advance. Are you kidding me? Do you remember last time? It was like four and a half to five days. It was to the wire. So I'm not even worried. Mm, I, yeah, patiently. She waited patiently for the Lord. Patient, like I lack patience, but when I think about it, I think about just like kind of sitting back, like, la, 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 la. You know, here, let me just go <laughs> over here because you're not even worried about it. And I love that word. Um, I'm going to pray right now because it is still the need. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the word patiently because it's a difficult one for me. Um, and I thank you that Laura is waiting patiently on you. And whether it is a no or a yes, I thank you that she rejoices and praises you in spite. But Lord, her faith, because it kills. So thank you for her faith. <laughs> Strengthen that. Lord, if somebody's listening right now and they're in a situation where they're having a hard time, Father, let them hear let them hear yeah. that faith doesn't come without unknowing. Let them hear that faith doesn't come without that sinking stomach feeling when you jump off and the stomach feels like it's up in your throat. Let them hear that, Lord, but you are there. And I thank you that you are a God that is constantly with us. I thank you that you are a Hebrews faith kind of Lord, and I just ask for a blessing um, in your time. And I thank you for the fresh seats and the new steering wheel, the new wheels, and I thank you for provision in a way to get my friend where she needs to be. Um, give her everything she needs, Lord. Bless this film in Jesus' name. I thought you had a really good segue. Thank you, Father. I want to talk about uh, Don't Say Me. If you guys have not gone and liked Christian Casting on Facebook, go like that right now. My bestie, who is the only other one right now, is the founder of Christian Casting. It is a faith-based way for people who want to be in film and be in the industry, who want to learn and educate themselves, but also want to give glory to God. Because the ultimate is when God has favor over you. There's no missed opportunities. He has opportunity for you. And so if you're wanting to plug into the entertainment industry, please go like Christian Casting. But Laura is doing amazing things. Um, God is working through her. And it is really cool to see her do all these things by faith um, and just, just all the amazing blessings that come out of them. And so I just want you to 
take this next time to talk about Don't Say My Name. Go for it. Awesome. So human trafficking is a global epidemic, and some want to turn a blind eye and pretend as though it doesn't exist. Some don't even know what the term human trafficking means. But what it means basically is that people are abducted, people are stolen, and they are sold. They are literally sold from anywhere to from 6,000 to 50,000 and less and more. Um, sometimes they are abducted and then taken to other countries where then, you know, all these missing people who are never found, the bodies are never found. Um, it is becoming more and more realized that those people probably fell prey to human trafficking. And it can be something, a lot of times it is for the sex slavery trade. Other times it is literally just to put them in factories, um, especially in third world countries. People are, they become modern day slaves to these people and with no escape. And so many of the films that have been done up to this point are seeking to just find that child or find that, that abducted one that loved one brought home and rescued, but it goes so far beyond the rescue because a lot of these people are, they feel damaged for life and they are worthless. And Mm. some of them have become so ingrained and so, um, they've become so distorted in their moral and mental compass that when they come home, they don't know how to exist anymore like regular human beings. And some of them even slip Mm -hmm. back into the trade because it's simply become what they know. And for someone who has endured that sort of trauma and had to sear their conscience and sear their own mental awareness to the point where they have survival mode, I would have to imagine that you turn off everything you've ever known just to be able to survive. So then to try to come back into society and function as a natural human being is more than a challenge, and it's more than any of us will ever, ever, hopefully to God, know. And so what we want to do is we want to promote awareness for what needs to happen after these kids are brought home. Now, obviously, the rescues that are bringing them home are so, so important, and of course, that is the number one thing that we all want to see is that they are rescued and they are brought out of that world. But how, how is it that they're finding hope and, and healing and rehabilitation? How do they reenter society? I actually met someone when I flew to Dallas to give a workshop at a film festival there. I'd been talking about the film and he came up to me afterwards and he said, Hey, I couldn't speak freely uh, because I would have lost my mind. I, I would have just lost myself. But I want to tell you that what you're doing is so important. He said, my daughter was abducted. 13 years ago when she was 16 and she was trafficked for three weeks and he said she was rescued and she was brought home but my daughter never came home he said 13 years later Mm. I've still never gotten my daughter back he said please don't quit what you're doing it's so important and so our film will highlight far beyond the rescue and just to make people aware that we need to be sensitive to providing resources. We need to be pouring in, either stepping up and doing something on our own or pouring into ministries that are already presenting themselves as a haven for these young men and women because it happens to boys and girls. It happens to men and women. We need to provide havens for them to be able to rehabilitate with people who know who know what they have gone through. And it's so, so important. So that's, that's basically the gist of the film. If you go to don't 
come. We just started a fundraiser yesterday for it, and we are trying to raise just $15,000 for our, our pre-production. We're getting started in just two weeks, and we do film our first scene. Uh, we had to do some scheduling with someone who couldn't do it in two weeks when we're doing the, the majority of our filming. So we have just one scene at our survival shelter that's happening today. So if you guys would pray, that starts filming in about 10 minutes. And so then on November 18th, we actually begin our full production filming. But overall, it's going to cost us about $100,000, and we do not have investors. We have a crew that is working on a volunteer basis. We have actors who are almost entirely working on a volunteer basis. And we have a production team that has come in and said, we still believe in this mission that whether we have investors or not to pay these bills, we will come on board and we will work to get this message out there and to provide. We can't do anything else. But what we can do, we offer to those victims, and we, we will give our lives in this moment to a message that we hope will activate America in a way that it hasn't been before to provide the resources that we so desperately need. Mm. And, you know, it just this is a billion-dollar industry. Sex trafficking is a billion-dollar industry. It makes more money than trafficking drugs. That is yeah. a real eye-opener. And it's not something you talk about and everybody talks about because you know what? It is disgusting. It is horrible. It is horrible to think about. And, you know, in your own, in my own bubble, you know what I mean? It's so horrific. But it happens. And, it, you know, in the days, and just because of research, it used to be where, oh, you can't send your kids to a party and, you know, make sure whatever. Guys, it's right down the street where somebody could get abducted yeah. on the street. You know what I mean? And it's not something – so it, it's um, – gosh, it, it makes me tear up because of my kids. You know, they come home on the bus. They ride up the street. You know, we live kind of in a rural area. I'm not – nobody is out of – if somebody wants to do evil, it is um, so much closer than you think. And mm-hmm. the idea of someone being rescued is uh, so godly to me and so wonderful but I know God wants us to go a step further, you know, um, and to be able to pray. You know, I wish I had a million dollars. I, you know, I know if you're listening to you, you probably wish too, but let me tell you who does, and that's our Heavenly Father. And being able to yeah. pray for the life of somebody who was rescued, was lifted out, is so important. Um, I'm going to do it right now. Father God, I just thank you that you hear our cries. And we were waiting patiently on you, Father, and I thank you that you hear us right now. Right now, um, somebody's being rescued, Father. Right now, somebody's coming out of bondage. And I just ask that you would comfort them and give them peace, Father. Provide a way. Let Don't say my name. Shed light, Father God, on this situation that more resources will become available, Father. More homes, more counseling, um, better education. You couldn't begin to fathom what it would be like to be snatched off the street, to be sold into slavery, to have no idea you are hooked on the drugs. They immediately start them on heroin or some type of horrible whatever. Um, so when they do come out, some of them are still addicted to crack and meth. And it is a difficult thing to break. It is real. It is hell on earth. Nothing is past what God can do. Nothing. I don't believe any situation is prayer is so powerful. It is something that we shluff off as, oh, but, Father, I come to you right now, and I just pray over the film. I pray over each person. About, I pray for its reach. I pray that you would reach your hands through the film, Father God, to create awareness, Lord, so that these things aren't allowed to go on in the shadows anymore in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would shed light on it, Father, that you would provide a way for healing. Uh, just in Jesus' name, amen. 
Laura, uh, man, you know, you see films out there that, you know, million dollars into films that for entertainment, you know, we laugh, ha, 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 yay, whatever. These aren't just right. films. These aren't just, it's not entertainment. It's a way, this is a way for God's message to get through. This is a way for a ray of hope to get through. Um, if you are able to give and you're listening, please go help fund this film. Please, this, these are the things, these are the treasures in kingdom. These are the pieces of wood that God will throw in the fire that will not burn, in my opinion. And um, yes. it's really powerful. It is awesome. A billion dollar industry um, because it makes just a ton of money. And it's really, uh, oh, sorry. It just gets me more, you know, with kids, um, to the, just even the idea tears me up and that there is a parent out so, there who is still missing a child. So when you talk about this, this, you know, multi-billion dollar industry, just to put it in perspective for those who are like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that, um, arcofhopeforchildren.org, and they are certainly not the only website that has used this statistic, but it, it is said that human trafficking profits more than Google, Starbucks, and Nike combined. And if you mm. think about Google, it is, it, it is one of the utmost uh, – one of the utmost companies, you know, that we can say, like, if you thought, well, what's the biggest thing you can think of? You know, Google, Starbucks, Nike, you know, the biggest in athletics, the biggest in search engines, the biggest in coffee, um, and more than that combined. And actually, it is said that a child is trafficked um, every 30 seconds, and we've been on the phone for almost 30 minutes, which means that almost oh. 60 children um, have been taken and the thing is, when we raise awareness, we have had people ask, well, how does making a movie help? How do you think you're doing something, really? I said, because when you raise awareness and when more people know, more people care. And when more people care, more people give of their lives, of their own love, of their own resource, of their own fortitude to surround these people when they're brought home. And you know what? The more awareness there is, the more the, well, the less these traffickers can get away with it because when we think it doesn't exist and we see somebody standing on the corner and we think maybe they're taking pictures of this young mom and her children, then maybe we'll go up because we know about it and we'll go up to that young mom and say, hey, we just need to let you know there's somebody on the corner and they are taking pictures of your children. You really need to we, – we think that that's a pretty scary thing. You need to get to a safe place with your kids and we just need you to know we're not trying to scare you. You know, but you just need to know. And I cannot tell you how many things I've seen and how many things I've, I've personally witnessed where I called the police or I went to somebody and I said, hey, there's something not right about this situation. And this side of heaven I will never know, but I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit inside of me created such an eerie feeling that I could not help. I could not help but be vocal, and I could not help but distort hopefully anything that they had planned in that moment. And the more of us that know, the more of us can stop it. The more we recognize those signs, the more trainings we get, the more we help aid these resources that are educating people, the less these evil, evil, I don't even know what to call them, these demonic forces on earth, the less hold they have on our children and on our brothers and our sisters because we will recognize their game and we can shut it down. So, it truly, get involved somewhere. And if you need help, even on the website, during our fundraiser, our website is directed to our fundraiser. But when that is done on December 5th, it will go back to our regular website that is offering resources and websites and phone numbers. If you need information to be educated, if you want to know how do I help, where is a resource home near me, where is a haven near me, 
Um, for obvious reasons, many of these havens are hidden, and you cannot readily access the addresses online because we want to protect those that we are saying we protect. But there is absolutely a way to get involved. And if you have just 5 or $10, and I'm not, I'm not joking, we had someone the other day give $1 to our campaign, and I said, praise God. Thank you. That could have been the widow's mites, but they wanted to be a part, and they gave a dollar. And they are now an eternal part of this campaign to help put an end to human trafficking and to provide resources. Uh, so thank you for the chance to share about this film and about our passion. Thank you for a chance to just raise awareness. And if you have been a victim of human trafficking and you, or you think you have, please, Go to our Facebook page and send us a message, and we will find you help. Please. It's just don't say my name on Facebook, and we would be more than happy to help you. And I'm just so grateful for your team. I'm grateful for you, and I just ask that God would just continue to bless you to make everything seamless. And um, if you're listening to this, continue to pray. God hears us. You know, wait patiently on the Lord. Keep trying to hear our cry. Psalms 41. Guys, follow our flight. Um, we're on, we're off again. <laughs> we're in, we're out. You know, I mean, just if you hit follow on Blog Talk or if you're on iTunes right now, go ahead and subscribe. It's going to ding you whenever we're, we're popping up. But God is so good. If you are wanting a piece of what we have, wondering how in the middle of the mess and the crazy and everything, how could they still smile? How could they still have joy that is through Jesus Christ? And he is the Son of God. And salvation is just really accepting what he did for you into your heart. If you have more questions, call Laura and I. But it is a simple prayer, Father God. I know that you sent your son to die for me. I accept him into my heart. And if you've prayed that prayer, you are saved. You are written to the book of life. It is a beautiful thing. It is a free gift. And when God gives you that gift, it is your responsibility to go give that gift out to others through love, through help. You are the hands and the feet. Salvation is such an easily, it's just a beautiful gift, and it's for you, for me, um, this life is a blink, it's a blink, we'll be gone, uh, be thinking about that, be looking at the end constantly, be looking at the end, that way you don't have to look back and think, oh, I wish I would have, or, you know, I could have, da, 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 you can do it right now, in a minute from now could be the end of my time, your time, any, you don't know, get it right now, talk to the Father now, yeah. there's eternity of bliss and awesomeness, but right now we're in the fight. We're in the thick of it. So clock in, girl. Get your get your shield oh, on. Get get the sword yes. out and start and fighting. If you think, and if you think there's no hope for you and you think you've done wrong and you think la-di-da, man, let me tell you, go listen to Kanye West's new album called Jesus is King, and you want to talk about a life reclaimed and redirected for the kingdom that is a whole other show. Don't get me started. But seriously, um, it's a radical transformation of Kanye West. And you know what? If you want to doubt it, if you want to judge it, you want to whatever, I'm looking at it and I'm going, man, the lyrics coming out of that man's life and the testimony pouring out of his soul right now, I will do nothing but support this and pray that he is authentically born again for Jesus. And I do believe he is. And I want him to have all of all of our support here in the church. But uh, check out that album. If you, if you think maybe you're beyond saving, go check out Kanye's. Jesus is king. I, I promise you, just listen. And, Jessica, I want to challenge ourselves. Just get back on board every week. We need to. We yes. really yes, need to. And whether it's one of us or both of us, I think if we make a pact, it's either one or both, we'll feel guilty, yes. and we'll never let each other fly solo. 
I we will. And if we do, we will. it's okay. We will. So, I say we're back on board. You know, it's so great. Here and Can now. we just get Kanye on, on the show next week? We've got to get Foxworthy in the first year. Can we just get Kanye? Listen, I'm going to send him a message. Let's, I know. It's let's do it. I don't care. I'm going to ask. And I'm going to say, listen, now that you're on the good side, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> let's go for it. That's There is no good side. I'm All right. Well, you know, I love you, Laura. And uh, next week we're on it. We're let's just do a Kanye show. It's just it's a good redemption show. It reminds me of Solomon. You know, we'll talk about that next week too. Solomon is a great example of someone that got used. Listen, did you know? I learn these things every day. It's amazing. He had like a thousand wives, seven hundred like wives and three hundred concubines. What? What? The point is this: yeah. God has this for all of us. It's just a perfect message of it's not about perfect. It's about your heart. You know, it's not about consistency, yeah. guys. Laura and I miss it all the time. It's about heart. And so, anyway, we'll catch that on next week's show. One, the other, but both of us because we'll feel bad. Laura, I love you so much. I want you to have a blessed day. Go do your filming thing. Uh, you make me so proud. And I cannot wait to hear next awesome. week how God hands the prayer with the van. Awesome. I love it. Well, you all, all have right. a well, fabulous you. week. If you want to catch us on Facebook, we don't post real often, but I've tried to a few more times lately. So, hey, well, things are coming. So go follow us on Facebook, Christian Comedy Chick. <laughs> I love it. All right, we'll talk to you next week, Laura. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. All righty, bye.